Hi. Welcome to People Are Talking. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Today is December 22nd, 2023. This episode is supposed to be inspirational. Right now, the holidays are a good time and a bad time. A lot of us are stressing out. We have a lot of pressure on us to come through for the holidays, to be happy for the holidays, paint on our smiles. And also it's a time that we reflect and we miss our loved ones and our friends that's gone on and transition before us. I for one know that feeling. I've lost so many relatives, friends, and my son. And it's really hard on our holidays because it's the times we think about everybody. We think about a lot of things, the past, how things are so different now. And it's hard right now economically. You know, people are struggling because of the pandemic epidemics we've had recently, still having COVID and everything else is coming back our way. So a lot of us have had to change jobs, relocate, we've taken cut and pay, some of us are totally unemployed, a lot of homelessness, God, there's a lot of homelessness, so many people don't have shelter, and the weather is it's so extremely cold in the winters now, and it's so hot in summers. It's like we have two seasons, winter and summer, but it's rough right now. But I just want to tell you that it, it, don't give up, please. You know, I've been through a lot, and that's why I'm doing the podcasting and I have the websites. Through my losses, and I realized learn to appreciate life and people and good friends and you know love things that we take for granted I vow to try to do whatever I can to help other people and as I said I'm not a professional I'm not a psychologist or anything I'm a 61 year woman that has lived a lot of life and has seen a lot and been through come through a lot and so I decided I would, instead of walking around through life pitiful and sad and saying, woe is me, I would try and talk to other people and let them know that you can, you can, you can make it through the hard times. You, you have to want to. Sometimes you have to draw your strength from from something, someone else. I'll give you an example. When my mom passed away, I was really young. I was a young woman. <laughs> young lady, I would say I wasn't a woman yet. And I had a son. He was nine months old. And the day that I got the news, I was sitting at home, I was 
It was early in the morning and I was getting breakfast prepared for my son. The phone rang. It was my sister. She answered the phone. She says, Donna, Mama Donna, Mama died. And I just held the phone. I didn't say anything. We had an idea something was wrong because her phone had been busy for 24 hours. So we had to get the superintendent of the apartment complex to let us in to check on how she was doing. It was in August, so it was pretty warm. Well, she had been sick for a long time, for some time, really badly. And so, in that respect, I was, I was relieved that she was no longer suffering. She suffered a lot before she passed away. So I, of course, my sister had other things to do, other people to contact and get herself and her family together. And I, we discussed that we would hang up the phone and uh, get back in touch as soon as possible. Of course, after we gathered ourselves. I hung up the phone and I sat down at the kitchen table. My son was in his high chair at that time. I had his, making him some oatmeal and toast. And I sat there, I was a shock, I didn't cry. I'm not really one to cry. I don't know why, but I didn't. I just sat there quiet and I looked at him. And he looked at me. And he smiled and he said, Mama. And I was sitting there and then I said, oh, okay. He has to eat. I have to prepare his, I have to feed my baby. I have to do that. He needs to eat. He's not gonna, he's not gonna get it himself. He can't. And so, that is what I drew my strength from. Not that, but him, my baby. I realized my mom was gone. And I was extremely sad about it. But relieved that she was no longer suffering. However, at the same time, I realized that I had to take care of my son. He had to eat and get ready for the day and go from there. And so that's in one of the times when you get bad news or you have a really hard time. And you have to look around sometimes. You have to realize something. If you can't move forward, you know, unstick yourself from the position you're in at the time, find something else to, to grab on to. You know, there's always something else, something that needs your attention, that you need to deal with, that you cannot afford to neglect. Uh, and then there's that uh, time, of course, when my I got the phone call at eight in the morning, about eight o'clock in the morning. 
and I was told that my son was in an accident. He had been in a fire, and that uh, they had taken him to the hospital. And my ex called me and his son and told me that they would be coming to my house to get me to go and see what was going on with him. Well, of course, I found out that day that my son had passed away due to a house fire that was set over the night by one of the house guests smoking in bed. Since the bed on fire. And my God, I mean, there's nothing, no news worse than that. Okay, what I'm getting at is this. I, 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 you know, you just, you go in a shock mode, you shut, you have, you know, something, some news is so hard to hear. That's one of them that you can't actually absorb it inside because it could be detrimental to your health. You know, I could have overdosed on that information, taking it all in literally at once and not having any kind of, you know, barriers and maybe have a heart attack myself or something. It has happened. And that was just such a hard thing. For the next week, two weeks or so more, I had to deal with the other face my son had to prepare myself, of course, the next few days, a couple days to see my son, lifeless body. And I tell you, there's nothing worse in the world for a person, a parent. It isn't. And um, it's just, it seems like it's unfair, you know. But then, you know, when you think about all the millions of parents that has lost their children, we're not, you know, it still is painful. And I've been, you know, people wondering and asked me how I did it. How do you do that? How do you... Well, the way that I actually got through the actual physical actions of putting him to rest, of seeing him, I had to get it prepared to put it in rest. I had to do that out with his mom. So I actually used Drew from that experience from him passing that gave me the strength to put him in rest because I had to take care of him again more final time unfortunately I had to do it and I couldn't do it if I had fallen totally apart and became uh, unresponsible and you know and unreliable and you know I I, I had to um, pull it together at least until I took care of him that was the most important thing. So actually, that drew, gave me strength, you know, for, to get that taken care of at least, which was the main thing. And I could fall apart afterwards if I needed to. 
so I'm just letting you know that. And, and then I'm here now telling you that if you can, whatever you're facing, if you're ill or your friends, close family members, children, ill, whatever, you know, just look, do the best you can. Don't put too much on yourself. Don't have too big high expectations. I don't know about you, but I believe in the Lord, and so I, that faith ha- helped me through, to deal with that. And a lot of people say that at a time like that, how could you? Why aren't you better? Well, that's not how faith works, see. You know, you have faith when things are all, it's easy to have faith, you know, when things are going well, you know. And, but it, it, the true time test of testimony comes in when things are terrible, horrible, and you can't see your way out through a situation. And you still do your best. And you try to look for something in that. And so one of the other things I took from that was I had a good son, he had a good heart. He really did. He'd give you the straight off the back if you needed it, and he had it. He was a good person. He was so nice. And so he would want me to help other people. And so I vowed to do that, to help other parents, because other people grieving, or just try to help me inspiration, share my life experiences with people, and whatever you can get from it to help you, then go right ahead and take it and use it. So that's why I have a podcast, I write, and I have websites, and this all is bottom line inspirational. So, um, I'm just here to tell you that you, you can, you know, if you can be okay, look around, search around, someone can, can inspire you, something can inspire you, dig, dig, dig deep inside yourself, your loved ones, they want you to be okay, the ones that's passed on, that we're missing, they want us to be okay, think about that, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for them. So listen, if you enjoyed this episode, share with your friends, please. I want you to have a great holiday. Be careful out there. Have a nice day today. Remember, be good to yourself. If you don't, how can you ask anyone else to? And I want you to know that Jesus loves you, even if you don't know him or love him. Have a great day, everybody. Peace.